Teleboid. I am one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Latoya Ferguson. Hey, Latoya. Enunciate, Tanya. Enunciate. <laughs> hey. And we are joined this week by special guest, Lisa DeCroce. Hey, Hi. Lisa. Hey, how you doing? Good. So, we watched, um, I mean, a magnum opus of television. Never say that again. <laughs> State of Georgia 101, the pilot, because we could not do anything further than that. Um... If you've never seen it, it's the Raven Simone uh, fronted. I don't know what this was supposed to be. Like, I guess it's supposed to be like a. Uh, it's all about Raven Simone, essentially. <laughs> I think it was like her trying to be an actress for once and kind of act her age because she plays a lot of younger girls at this point. But it was rough and it was awful. <laughs> Have you seen this before, Latoya? I've Me seen every single no. episode of this show. Jesus! Oh my god! How many episodes were there? Too many. Uh, how many episodes were there? I'm going to check right now. There were 12. Wow. Oh, there were 12, okay. Were th- I mean, like, did they all end as abruptly and ridiculous as this one did? <laughs> yes. I know. all okay. awful. Oh, my God. And so, I just feel really bad for Mahandra Delfino having to play the, the, the dorky sidekick. I did not know that was her. For like, Gorgeous least... Mahandra Delfino is the, yeah. the hideous friend, which is oh. absurd. Well, I've never seen Roswell. She's she, If you've seen Roswell, you don't know her. She's... Uh, Maria on there, I think? Right. Yeah. She's Maria on Roswell. But, like, I didn't know that was her until the credits rolled, and her name was underneath, yeah. because she's wearing this, like, a mop of blonde hair. She looks terrible. She is the married to David it. Walton, people. Oh, God. And and she's, like, 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 purposely made to look ugly. Like, she's talking about how she's, like, a hair condition, and, like, she's, like, some frumpy, like, science geek, I guess? But, yeah. like, why does she... Like, work at a fragrance counter if you're going to be some frumpy science geek. Like, that's not the people that work at fragrance counters. <laughs> They're usually, like, like people who can't make it in modeling are just trying to pay their fucking electric bill. And like also, a, apparently, they got that job after just being in New York for a week. And I didn't even know people still wow. had that as a career. Or a job, at least. I think they do, but it's usually, they're, like, based on tips and stuff. Like, you have to, like, get someone to buy the makeup that you're trying to get put on them. So, I'm like, I can't picture Delfino trying to put makeup on some. So, like, it just doesn't seem like she'd even understand the concept because she's, like, playing. Because all they're doing really is just spraying perfume on people. I'm just like, this is dangerous. The new Britney Spears I was wondering what that job was. Like, what exactly? It's a perfume spritzer. It's like in the episode of Friends. Friends, when Joey is the perfume spritzer. Yeah. Okay. it's not a thing anymore, I don't think. I think that's now become part of a makeup artist counter person. Yeah, Unless it's, like, understand. a super high-end, like, something out of, like, fucking, like, I don't even know. Like, it just doesn't seem like... I don't I don't believe that's a real thing. But, like, in this, though, like, she's playing the, the first half of Princess Diaries, the Anne Hathaway role. Like, that's the character of Delfino in this entire episode. Even more pathetic, person. basically, actually. Yeah. yeah. At least that one's a, a secret princess. I don't think she is. <laughs> but... I found myself laughing at some of her, like, cheesy jokes, though. Uh, I'm, she I'm has, the most, she has the most talent, I think. Well, Raven has <laughs> two, felt though. weird about it just because it's, like... She's playing. She's supposed to be playing like early twenties, just out of college, I guess. But Ish, yeah, yeah Mahandra Delfino is like she's thirty four. She, so she looks young, I'll and she, and she seems like she's supposed to be playing like a kid, basically. Yeah, I thought like, they actually act like they were like cutting school and working there. Like they look too, they act too young. They seem like they were in high school. Yeah, yeah. That's what their their mo was. That's like the way that Raven acts at this point in her life is still mm-hmm. just like I'm a teenager, like being crazy in the city like it doesn't seem like it seems more like a sweet life of zach and cody situation than it does like i don't know i don't know what the equivalent is that's it's funny like showgirls or like pretty woman or something well, <laughs> funny you said that because i was gonna say i could like see this show maybe being more successful on like the disney channel but it had to be less minus risque. the like yes exactly when wh- wh- what channel was this on this is abc family 
Oh, okay. I thought it was, like, uh, it felt very Disney. Uh, I yeah, believe yeah. that. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But even then, though, it very, like, the whole plot of it felt so adult. I was very yeah. freaked out by it from yeah. start to finish. It's a casting couch joke for the entire episode. Like, that's inappropriate for a kid's show. That's regardless. inappropriate for a pilot of a sitcom. Yes. On and ABC it's also, Family. If anything, it would have been, like, a morality thing, like a Seventh Heaven style, where it's like, can you believe this shit? Like, and then they would have to, like, you know, go up against it. But it's, like, got a laugh track. Like, what if what? they made this, like, a serious drama, like, Secret Life? I, <laughs> that would have been amazing. That'd be insane, and I think I would adore it just for that. I do. There is a beat. We'll get to it in a bit. But there's a beat where I was actually like, damn, this is great. And then it became awful again. But it felt weird. Being, I know what you're talking about, but it felt yeah. very weird being in the episode. It felt like very after school, specially. Yeah. And it was not the kind of thing that you're expecting from this kind of a show. Because it starts out with someone screaming, mm-hmm. new Britney's fragrance, new Britney. And then they're just spraying at babies. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was so inappropriate. Yeah. The episode, uh, it's rated definitely TV 14 for uh, dialogue. I noted that when I was watching it. It's like, well, that's true. Okay. And also plot. Like, that's mm-hmm. that guy like is scamming on women. Like, yeah. it was totally inappropriate to show kids. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, yeah. well, we should we can get into it because it's kind of part of the whole plot. Like, there's not there's really nothing that goes on here besides the one single plot. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. so we can like, just go boom, 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 basically. Yeah, exactly. Because it all it just it goes back to that same plot. Even after it's that's a very over, yeah, it's very linear. It's gonna go over. It's gonna actually just go back and rehash it. So, uh, Raven Simone plays Georgia. Uh, she I guess is supposed to be some kind of a socialite. Like her father owns stuff. And I guess she's just, like, on his dime in New York City. But we're never... Like, this is a pilot episode. You need to define these kinds of things. There's no exposition until, right. like, two-thirds of the way through. Like, I don't know what she's doing there. I guess she <laughs> wants to be an actress. She's just working at a perfume counter, and she wants to go to auditions yeah. for Damn Yankees. It's insane to me, because I f- completely forgot. She's, like, she's extremely privileged. Yes. And it's insane that we're supposed to support this character. We're just to be like, oh, I get it. She's a like, poor little rich girl, literally. It's when I moved to New York. I'm, like, pissed after the first week I, ha- I haven't gotten an audition yet. Like, what are you on? Yeah. And I, like, sure, there are people like that, but, like, it's not very easy to, like, commiserate with her because she's just very annoying. Like, I, Her father just, like, owned the college she went to and, the and paper. everything inside of it. Yeah, and the paper and the, I don't even remember the other thing. There's something else as well. But she's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. What? She says that like she's bragging. It's like... You realize, like, you telling people that is basically, like, nullifying any kind of actual earned experience you had up until this point. Because even, like, telling a casting director that your father owned the university that you were a star at makes it kind of like, well, is that the reason you were a star? Exactly. Like, you shouldn't right. be telling people that, like, up front, like, hey, guys, guess what? I'm basically a spoiled brat. She yeah, should yeah, be yeah. hiding, like, how rich and everything she is. That that should be the show, basically. What Her- was the show that did that? Didn't something recently kind of do something along those lines? Shit, I don't remember now. Ooh, oh, it yeah. was kind of like a shameless thing where, like, he, hi- oh, he tries Jimmy to act Steve. like a little... Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Steve. He tries to act like some kind of, like, ruffian from the Chicago South Side, but you find mm-hmm. out he's, like, actually this, like, fucking... Like, I don't even know, like, aristocrat, basically. But, uh, so, like, she's, like, whining about trying to go see, or go to, go and audition for the damn Yankees. That's why she moved to New York, is to be in this play. Lola's her signature role. Oh, God. And she starts, like, basically, like, throwing a fit, and she needs to decide how to get out of being at work. Like, they're barely there for an hour, All I can think is, tell your boss. I would assume you got this job because it'd be easy for you to, like, go to auditions. 
And if you didn't, then just quit. Like, why are you even keeping this job if you're you coming and going whenever job. you feel like it? Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, why is she working at that I mean, Delfino <laughs> makes sense because she's probably just some, like, hard-on-her-luck person, but you don't even know. I honestly, do we even know anything about her besides she likes science? That's she it. has uncombable hair, which is a, totally a thing. Oh, yeah, uncombable hair syndrome. Oh, Jesus <laughs> she, Christ. I actually laughed at that. Oh, my gosh. She said that, like, in the absolute sincerity of just, like, yep. Yep, I have uncomfortable hair, it's a thing. And it's like, no. Like, you had to at least, like, make a joke mm-hmm. about it. Like, that was the joke, is that she said, I have uncomfortable hair. <laughs> but yeah, it's syndrome, bad. she said. It didn't even look that bad. <laughs> like, if you're gonna make it uncomfortable, make it look, like, awful. Right. Did you like, try going to a salon, ever? No. Of course not. No, she didn't. Or, guess what? If you've got uncomfortable hair, cut it real short. Use a pixie cut. You're known for that, Delfino. You could totally nail it. I don't understand. I just want to <laughs> let you guys know, uh, harping on the money thing again, there is an episode where uh, Georgia and Joe find out that Aunt Honey only has 42 cents in her bank account, so they're so worried about her lack of money. It turns out Aunt Honey just moved her money to a bank account in Barbados so she wouldn't have to pay taxes. Aunt That's Honey the kind of money problem they have. Yeah, Am I wrong in saying Aunt Honey was the best part of this episode? Oh, no, Aunt Honey is the best part of the show. Loretta Devine owns every single second of the show. She destroyed it. Like, she was amazing. I was like, wow, she is not in the same show as them because she was not there for the dailies or whatever the fuck was happening when they were (laughs) in the other room. But she was great in all of her scenes, and I think she, like, she was kind of, I mean, is the rest of the show similar to that, or they go back to being more about the girls? It's all about, yeah, it's, it's that. It's, like, equal time. Them well, that's good, Natalie. Oh, well, at least she good. saved it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. She, ugh, it was bad. She so, did everything she could. There's also like, okay, in the beginning when they're talking about going to Jam Yankees, there's a joke too, which I feel like might have been accidental, but I can't imagine. Like, it was probably written by adults. She says something along the lines of, "I've waited my whole life to not use Plan B." And I'm like, that's a really weird <laughs> sentence to say. I feel like it is. I don't even remember that. I yeah. actually do remember that, but it completely, like, I didn't even think of it that way, but now it, it makes a lot and, of sense. And, well, she follows it up the next sentence. It's just like, yeah, I'm still practically a virgin. Everything's fine. Like, it was like, you don't bring that up right after saying that sentence without it being, like, a joke in the writer's room. Like, let's try and slip this like, in. Right. <laughs> this show uh, is too risque to be, like, a kid's show, right? but it's not good. So, like, no. it being risque doesn't help at all. I don't think that was an on-purpose line, necessarily, but, like, it definitely felt like, why is this even a line? Like, even if you just read that out in a room, someone's gonna be like, well, that sounds a little bit much. But you're like, no, 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 the context works. It's like... You don't have to say plan B that, I don't know, it was just so inappropriate. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. It was kind of like, she would say like really cheesy, like childish sounding jokes, and then she would say something like that. Yeah. Kind of kind of weird. It's so creepy. And there's also a terrible point where, okay, so then they basically just- Yeah, well tell what plan B is. Plan B is to spray her so full of perfume, right? Is that what Mm -hmm. it is? That she has an allergic reaction. terrible! Like, that's (laughs) How could you do that to your friend? She should go to the hospital. She's trying to kill her friend. Yeah, and that's just because she doesn't feel like working because she feels like going to this audition. Like, guess what, Raven? If you've known all morning about it, you could have just caught out a sick. Like, I don't know why you even showed up to work and then decided halfway through, I gotta get out of here and go to this great audition. It's just, it's just rude. And so she sprays her with all this Britney Spears Destiny perfume, and she, like, has, like, basically an allergic reaction. She starts, like, sneezing and coughing and stuff, and she's, like, having an allergic reaction. She tries to get her EpiPen, but Georgia's an asshole. And Georgia's like, no, no EpiPen for you. I'm "I'm in a hurry. Oh, yeah. Like, what's the joke there? She's gonna let her friend die? She's a bad person. How funny is that? Like, Georgia is a bad person. That is the, the, like that is the story of the, the show. <laughs> yeah, and you're not supposed to be like that's not supposed to be your protagonist is someone who's not even like a likable human being. Right. Like, that seems highly inappropriate for kids to be rooting for basically a, a 
early fledgling villain. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> this, this is the kind of person who, like, keeps not getting her big break and then becomes a supervillain. Like, this is the origin story of that human being. <laughs> this is, like, Christmas Plus. Like, this is exactly, like, it, it's kick-ass. It's all that kind of stuff where it's, like, you know, Rich Daddy, she wants to assume, like, whatever he's gonna do. But, like, also, where are we getting the idea that her wanting to be an actress? Like, they don't have any kind of backstory about how much she's, She like, just wants to be famous. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I think she said at one point, like, that's what fame is nowadays, right? Like, she's mm-hmm. like, this is all fame is just being famous and yeah. and singing. Right. And, she has you know. no likable motivation either. No. Like, and nothing right. about her is, like, worth rooting for. It's, it's so fun to root for someone who's absolutely unlikable, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, she actually has a really good voice, so surprised. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, heard, heard, I, I never... Know. I, I never knew she voice. could sing. Oh, you never like heard her sing a million times no. on Disney. That's Cheetah Girls. I you never watched, watched Cheetah Girls. Raven? Uh... No, not really. <laughs> but I actually didn't I think this performance was good at all. I thought it was pretty terrible. It was pretty weak for her. But yeah. like, if, if you're okay. expecting her to have a terrible voice, which where the humor I would have come kind in, of flat. She... That's yeah, if thing. she had if she mm-hmm. had a bad voice, it would have been at least funny because then you're like, oh, this is why she's like she's just like you know deluded. <laughs> right. But this was like cousin Skeeter. Yes, it was just basically Cousin Skeeter times a million. But, like, she has a decent voice. I mean, it's not a great performance, but it's something. And it's like, oh, okay. But, like, I feel like that's also just Raven Simone. Like, I'm not gonna fucking, like, play terrible. I'm gonna play great. And you're gonna work around the fact that I'm not actually very talented. Because what's Mm -hmm. the motivation here? You're gonna watch her, like, rise to fame? Right. What does that have to do with the the state of Georgia, the name of the show? I don't understand... It's, it's so, it just wanted a pithy title, basically. It has nothing to do with what happened. It's just so stupid. Good lord. Because her name's Georgia, huh? And it's even, and she's, like... They're from the South. Like, I think they're from Georgia, but they always say the South. Why would you name your daughter Georgia when they live in Georgia? That's a horrible Why would you allow your child to be, oh like, Georgia? <laughs> yeah, that's also very true. Something tells me her parents were not there often, so... Well, her mom's dead. We do find that out two-thirds of the way through the episode, her mom is dead. Right. So, like, why wouldn't you, like, lead with that? Like, after my mom died, I just really want to, like, sing my heart out. Nothing. None well, of that kind of shit. Likeable yeah, motivation just... again. And exactly. She... George doesn't do that. No, that's not her deal. So, um... She she gets to the casting place, and the guy is a scumbag of all scumbags. He reminds me of Chris Delia. Oh, yeah, he, I, I see oh that. Oh, my God, also, I thought he was hot. Oh, Chris! Oh, oh, I said no! I knew you were going to have that reaction. That's disgusting. <laughs> but also, I just want to talk about how obnoxious she is, like, just in the, like, waiting room. Oh, You so, don't do that. Singing in the waiting room. <laughs> oh, okay. I know. There's, like, a whole line of everybody who's, like, you know, it's a casting line where everyone's just sitting around waiting to get called in. And she starts, like, singing out loud, like, and then, like, it was just like, really ridiculous. Girl, that's how it's supposed to sound. Yeah. A lot of that. Everyone here can do that. Like, what are you, stupid? Like, you didn't, I mean, maybe you're going to get some people who aren't very talented, but for the most part, if you're auditioning for a Broadway play, you could probably at least hold a tune. So mm-hmm. what are you trying to impress? Right. But she's just, like, walking and, around that. And, and also, in... Joe has no more feeling in her thumbs because of that allergic reaction. That's awful. Like, oh my god. I forgot about that too. Me, me too. Refresh so she, my memory. So please. she so she she's she's trying to show that she can't move her th- her thumb up to make a thumbs up. Okay. And then Raven's like, It's okay, if you ever need to actually do anything, I'll just give you your thumbs up for you. Oh, like, that's yeah. so oh it wasn't god. even a joke. It was just like a statement about how she's ruined this girl's life. <laughs> and it's oh not very god. funny. Can because, someone please like, recut the show as a horror? <laughs> I I would just play this show from start to finish. This is the end of the story. Oh but my god. She walks in the casting director is instantaneously rude to her. Like, not, I mean, he has every right to be. Like, First he grabs Joe because he needs something, uh, oh, pretty to look at. Something pretty to look at. Which I'm like, so wait, 
can we make up our mind here? Is she this frumpy weirdo, or is she pretty to look at? Right, like, yeah. I it's mean, not she like she's wearing glasses to, to take off, so we can't it's really tell. It's She's obviously a pretty, like, attractive lady. Like, it's not like he's got... He's, like, basically, yeah. like, calling the conceit of the whole show is that she's some science nerd, dumb, like, weird-looking person, and right. saying, no, she's gorgeous. Let me, like, have her come in and talk and, like, and read mm-hmm. some lines. Honestly, this just made me wish that, like, the ABC Family original movie, Celeste in the City, had gotten its own show instead of State of Georgia. It's basically the same plot, more or less, but it just is way better done, right? Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, that's the one with Mahandra where she gets the makeover and she's the most gorgeous woman in the world because apparently people keep wanna, wanting to just make over Mahandra Delfino. Is she ever unattractive? Like, she does not, even, I guess even on Roswell, you're supposed to think she's some, like, frumpy, like, waitress, I, She's just, right? like, the sidekick, some, but like, she's not sidekick. frumpy. She's just, like, yeah. a snarky sidekick. But, but I guess you're supposed to think, like, oh, my God, well, compared to... To Liz, um, I mean. To Liz, yeah. It's, like, nothing compares to her. But it's like, no. Nah. Aliens will fuck anything. <laughs> oh That's, That's the story the of Roswell. Aliens will fuck anything. <laughs> yeah. And, and they do. I mean, they both get fucked, so I'm not wrong. But so in this, he's like, let me have someone, something pretty to look at. Which is like, could you be more overtly gross? Yeah. And then he says to another girl prior to that, who I recognized, but I don't know who it was. Yeah, I I had no idea either, but I didn't look it up. I guess I felt like I recognized her. Yeah. So he says, uh, uh, my, she starts saying like, um, singing, and she kind of says like, I'll do anything for this part, which I'm like, this is inappropriate. (laughs) Like, like, I don't want to see this. Like, this feels like an actual casting couch situation where it's like, I'll, I'll bang you for the part. Yeah. And then he says to her, like, you're desperate, you don't have it, like, you're useless, and then he's like, do you think my insanely hot girlfriend would care how many other girls have tried to hit hit on me? And then then that that, that girl's like... And he called her fat, too. Well, that's Raven, but this is the other girl first. The insanely hot girlfriend who was trying to do a terrible British accent, and... Is that what she was doing? I assume. That girl was terrible. She was trying to be sophisticated in doing a British accent, and she was failing at both. (laughs) She was... I mean, later on, there's a scene, too. She's just a bad actress. She couldn't read lines properly. It was awful. And, like, so she's... She also says, I like it more when they cry. I'm like, these two are, like, creeps. Like, like creepy. It's, I feel like he also started dating her when she's the one that actually got through and did this. Because he must bang everyone. He's ready mm-hmm. to bang Raven later on. Like, he'll bang... I, I, this is all so inappropriate. Because he's, like, basically saying, like, oh, you're here to, to try and sleep with me for the part. Like, it won't necessarily work, but you can go ahead and try. And it's, like... I, right. Again, it's like, why are these characters on a kid's show, or teen show, even? Like, it felt very menacing. Yeah, that is kind of bizarre. Yeah, and so he, so that's when she also says this is the uncomfortable hair syndrome situation, which I was like, this is not, that's not a thing. But mm-hmm. um, then, that's when we actually find out they've been in New York a week. Like, they kind of hinted it in the beginning, like, they've been here for a little bit. But mm-hmm. then she's like, I've only been in New York, or she's like, I've been in New York a whole damn week and I haven't gotten an audition. I'm like, like, Jesus. You, you apparently what? have an audition now. The yeah. damn Yankees on Broadway. Oh, good lord. Yeah. And also, just, like, that's not, like, everybody else is, like, a lot of people move to New York and never get an audition, so you need to calm the hell down. In your she's first just, week, that's Yeah, she's like, I'm pretty so good. annoyed. And that's when her father, she says that her father owned the, co- she's like, well, what does your father own? The, uh, the paper. Or the, or the paper. She said that the paper, the reviews loved her, she says, because she was a star at her college. And then he's like, who does your fat, your daddy own the paper? He, she's like, oh yeah, the paper, the college, and the theater. So it's like, really, this feels like her father was some kind of a creep, like, who was like, he bought a theater, paid everybody to show up and, like, clap for her. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then had someone write about how great it was afterwards. Like, it was... I imagine creepy. she was insufferable in college, too. Well, she's pretty, still insufferable, so she didn't learn much, which you're supposed to, I guess, but... <laughs> mm. So then, um, 
Raven sings. She hits some decent notes. Like, it's not like, it's not like a scene where she just sings like a boo 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 She, like, yeah. does an actual, like, it stops. <laughs> it stops. She does, like, the actual, I don't, I don't know the song. Is it it's Lola singing? I don't remember uh, what exactly it was. Something from Damn Yankees. I, don't, I forget, too. I haven't seen Damn Yankees, yeah. so I don't know the specifics. But she sings, I guess, like, the, the big, like, you know, finishing song. He looks, like, amazed for a minute. And then he's like, look, you're not really a seductress, though. Because you're and then, fat. And then she's like, and he's like, you're big. And then she's like, what? And then she says, and she, he says all these things about, like, how, like, like, uh, you know, I've seen a million girls like you, and they're all better, or something like that, and, you know, you're not, you're not cut out for this. You'll never be a star. Yeah, Which, and by then the she, way, I, this is after Raven lost all that weight, so. It, she it looks makes, great in this, It too. makes I'm even like, less You're out of your sense. mind. Yeah. I wouldn't even call her big. She's just, like, yeah. I mean, when they like, call her thick, curvy. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's. What? He's just a psycho. I was like, is he talking about her boobs? Like, what? Like, I know, right? like, besides her boobs. But that's not, a, I mean, calling someone not a seductress because their boobs are too big, like, that's some <laughs> bullshit as well. So then, he, uh, yeah. then I exactly. love her because, like, the laugh track disappears. It's almost as if the, the music swells and then the lights go down. And she's like, <laughs> Except for it's a, completely silent and it's, it's kind great. of unnerving. I actually kind of appreciate it because I'm like, this is great because then she's like, what do girls say when you, she's like, what do girls normally say when you tell, when you talk to them like that? But she says it so aggressively. Yeah. Like, I, I'm trying to read it. She goes, like, what do girls normally say when you talk to them like that? And it's, like, threatening. And he acts, like, terrified for a second. Like, what? <laughs> and then she, like, basically, like, tells him off, like, I don't need your fucking, like, bullshit. And then she leaves. And then Delfino comes in and steals a pen for no reason. Oh, my God. Then, what does she mean? So I was going to give his pen back, but now I'm not going to. I'm like, yeah. Oh, the, that was... the jokes are coming in fast yeah. and loose. Like, it is not. It is terrible. <laughs> So, uh, she steals the pen, and then John Russ Bowie, which is Kripke from ba- Big Bang Theory, if you've ever seen that. The um, Bang Bang he, Show. The Bang Bang Show. Uh, he, he is, I guess, supposed to be, like, a professor who's, like, trying to get people to come out for a scholarship slash, like, interview. Mm-hmm. And why does he originally come to see her? Like, he was just going to the store. The first time or the second time? I think the second time, because the, the first time, because the second time was him trying to return something. So the first time too, he was just going to the store. I thought he was there trying to look for her. No, I like don't he, think he so. sees her because she's like trying to hide. Okay, I thought he was looking for her to come. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes more and, sense. And because George is the worst person on earth, she decides <laughs> that means her friend has a crush on him, and like a five year old says, "Hey, my friend likes you." <laughs> and and Bowie's not a bad. But her friend, person. her friend actually did like him though, right? Uh, well, liked wanted to be part of his program. Yeah, like, it wasn't like a, a sex I mean, thing. Like a, I okay. want to say, Bowie's seemed... not a bad looking dude. Uh huh. But he's also like much older than them. Like he's probably like mid thirty. I mean, he's younger now that we know he's actually probably playing older. But yeah. like, I think he's supposed to be in his at least thirties because he's a professor, and you're thinking like, and he's like running a program where they're hiring people. So you'd imagine he's at least like oh, older than they are, which was fresh out of college. So, like, it felt very awkward for Raven to even say, like, you're trying to hook up with him because he's a professor. And she was trying to be... Yeah. Like, it was it's just... not like she said that she liked him at all. She didn't give him confirmation. Oh, no, she confirmation. From the minute he walks in, it's almost like he's a debt collector. Like, she's trying to, like, hide and, like, run away from him. And at first, like, you don't know <laughs> what he's... collector. Well, you don't know what he's doing. Like, he shows up and he's just, like, walking around, like, like just looking at things to try and buy She completely overreacts. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, she <laughs> acts like he's there to kill her or something. I know. It's just like, whoa. And so what does Raven do to that? Like, hey, over here. It's my like, friend oh my likes God. you. She really likes you. She thinks you're cute. She likes you. She just says it, like, five times in a row. 
And then, does she even talk to him the first time? I guess she does. I don't remember, because it cuts away, and I was, there was so much happening at once, I kind of forget. Uh, yeah, she says that something came up for her interview, but she, like, would try to come back, basically. And so they're running, they're interviewing for some kind of, I don't, they don't, they don't. It's It's for a fellowship, maybe, or? They do not explain anything. Like, there is no specifics of what it's even about. We know it's to do with science, I guess, maybe even math, who knows, because the people in the waiting room, we get another scene of just, it's this, it's like the equivalent of what Raven was at earlier with the with the uh, actress thing, which they could have actually played up and made a joke, but instead they make it, like, just completely irrelevant. It just happens to be another auditioning, like, circle of people waiting to be interviewed. And it's like, one of them's bragging about getting the MacArthur Genius Grant. They're all the worst people. Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> and then the other one's like, um, being published for the fourth time is just kind of boring, and that stupid shit. And they're all, like, really, really condescending, and she feels very threatened by them, so she's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. She's like, I have some milk that's about to expire. <laughs> that was pretty good. And I actually, I laughed, I laughed at that, I too. I laughed, too. That was pretty good. And I actually wanted to, I want to use that someday. <laughs> yes, I have, milk, I have milk that's about to expire. And I don't know when. Like, I, I, that was pretty decent, because it was so stupid in the situation. It was so, like... Like, um, like, you know, like, elitist and, like, like smarmy to say something that's stupid. It was just kind of amusing. And she delivered it pretty decently. But she, was, yeah, she was serious, and she and just she bolts. was so, yeah. And she goes running, good. and then, uh, I guess we're, we're to believe that she's just gonna try and go back and, like, salvage that? I mean, we never really even find out. She just kind of promises him that she'll try She again. doesn't, and then she, he's like, the interviews are closed, but she pleads with him, and that's how things work. On TV. Well, that's the second time, though, right? Like, yeah. That's later, later. on. Well, we get, we'll skip to that part, because he comes back a second time. He's trying to return whatever he bought the first time when he was accosted by her. <laughs> and, and then she, like, runs up to him. And then earlier, we well, we'll go back to the... There's a scene where Raven tries to seduce... Well, seduce in very huge quotation marks uh, the casting guy. That's the most so, upsetting so, scene oh, of all. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. But, like... Highly entertaining, I found. Oh, God, no. So, you're like, terrible, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> but it's supposed to mirror that. Like, you're supposed to try... I think you're trying to see, like, this is her version of doing that, which kind of is relevant because... Yeah, because Georgia cause tells you, her to be more like her, basically. Which is which a is terrible thing to say to someone. Again, yeah. like, not not good advice, especially when you're a piece of shit like that. But, like, she has on... They have all these... Co- like, like how, how do you explain this? They're, like, this kind of old-fashioned bib, like... What she wore when she was trying to be like seductive? It's like the it's like the fluffy it's like the ruffled shirt from Seinfeld. Like that's their oh, the puffy the, shirt. Puffy shirt. Sorry, <laughs> the ruffled. I don't know. No, she looked like Little Red Riding Hood. Like that's what the outfit reminded me of. And she had the picnic basket full of like. I could chicken. see her. Well, with that's the, earlier. With the Red Hood. I could see that. Oh, am I like that, talking about something? Yeah. No, we're. I'm talking because I want to. I want to close up the other uh, thread. Oh, first. I'm sorry. I'm jumping. But like they're here. wearing their uniforms at work. I don't know. It's like a puffy shirt looking kind of thing. They have like. Oh a, it's yeah. So you'd know it if you saw it. It's a very common. It's like a pirate. Well, on Georgia, like, it looks great. Of course, on Joe, it looks so frumpy. Uh-huh. It looks yeah. just as uncombable as her hair. But it's important <laughs> because, in terms of the seduction thing, it's like it is so cloistered looking. Like it has like buttons on the cuffs, and like it basically goes up to her neckline. And it's very, very, very um, you know, sexy. conservative. <laughs> oh, 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 really? Sexy, very sexy. That's very. what hooks David Walton. Yeah. So, <laughs> good lord. So he, she walks up to ba- uh, Bowie, and in order to seduce him, it, it actually is kind of amusing. Again, she's probably the, the better uh, plotline of this. She unbuttons just the cup, and she's like, ooh. And this has oh to be God. very, very And she's like, seductive. I can't do this. 
<laughs> she like, immediately wow, stopped. Girl, you like literally barely the cuff even got moved up. Like she just unbuttoned it and it was like too much for her. And <laughs> and he's just like, what's happening? <laughs> he looks very disturbed. And then uh, he explains that the period's over, which is like what Latoya's saying. Like basically that the interview process is done. Sorry. And then she's like, time isn't linear, though. And then I'm like, is this, like, a weird, like, is this where, like, did, did uh, True Detectives writers, like, watch this? And they're like, time is a flat circle? Because she delivers it like time. Let's say that True Detective stole from State of Georgia. Let's just say it. It's a fact. <laughs> but she's like, time isn't linear. And it's like, it's literally delivered almost be for being like Matthew McConaughey. And this is very <laughs> awkward. And then they Do you want to do a Matthew McConaughey impression right now? Because... Oh Please do it, Mara. I'm trying to think. How would it even go? Like, time <laughs> is linear. Like, oh, it's very, that is like... the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you have told you me to ever, do it. Have you ever heard Matthew McConaughey speak? Time, uh, all right, all right, all right. I, I oh can't do that God. part. Like, it's, it's you actually time, kind of sound like a Mara. Time isn't linear. Like, I, it's, it's, it's I feel like time. you're going too hard on Maybe the like Southern a accent there. <laughs> like, you got the laid back when you're saying here we go, all right. Here, I'll try it. Time isn't linear <laughs> i don't know it's like he has like a really like southern voice sometimes and then sometimes not at all yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah you're tr- see you're not getting as <laughs> laid back as he would it. that's what it is <laughs> yeah i'll lay i'll lay back and say tom it is linear <laughs> that was <laughs> better close your eyes and envision yourself like half naked <laughs> drumming on a drum like he does on bongos yes. yeah bongos <laughs> Time is linear. Is now, linear. Also, imagine that you're high <laughs> as you're playing those bongos. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> time. <laughs> it is not linear. Okay, I don't even know. I love okay, that you so... just spaced it out. Like, you were fucking. I know. She said that. Like, pause. there's a beat. I, I, I rewatched it because I'm like, this is like time is a flat circle. And I rewatched it. I'm like, Jesus, she even stopped after time. And that's the whole, like, time is a flat circle. That, so we that can also thing. say that McConaughey is cribbing off of Mahondra Delfino for his acting style. I buy that 100%. Well, that's already known. That the whole, like, you know, origin <laughs> of um, time is a flat circle is really the more shocking uh, allowance. But, like, so they both bond, Bowie and her bond over both being, like, I guess nerds losers. in a location who... <laughs> but, like, I'm sorry. Like, they're... they're there whole entire. But the whole demo of people who are nerdy in, like, the sciences or something... I mean, I'm not in the sciences, but, like, being nerdy, like, everybody has... Like, that's not at all... Like, he's never been bonded with over being, like, alone and, like, weird. Like, that's that's the most, like, common thing of anybody, I would imagine. Anyone in that room would probably feel... Like, you know, they've they've been ostracized or something because they're all, like, ner- like, yes, those people who are bragging about all their accomplishments are obviously accomplished, but I'm sure that they've been made fun of for those accomplishments. So it's like, why is she the, well, the first person probably, to ever tell him? Well, they were probably also made up fun of for being huge assholes. Well, that's very true. And this Maybe is a world where we're supposed to believe there. that John Rouse Bowie and Mohandro Delfino are hideous. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're, they're grotesque. They're and disgusting. Th- and when they're talking to each other, he acts like, oh my god, finally someone else who's actually experienced loneliness and, like, ostr- like being ostracized. It's like, really? Like, that's the very first person? You're, like, a 35-year-old professor in science? Really? <laughs> okay, but alright. But he acts like it was shocking, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna move some stuff around and make sure that you can, you know, have a callback, and I'll, I'll have you come interview. And that's that's it. That's, that's the summation of that entire plot line. Is like, he sees her once. I don't want to talk to you. Sees her twice. Okay, fine, I'll talk to you. That's it. That's right. the only plot of that. I mean, there's other stuff that happens. There's a lot yeah. of struggle that you're just kind of missing, Mora, I think. Oh, I'm you're... so sorry. <laughs> I'm not it's so sophisticated. 
get it. It, it was also TV head. 14 for the struggle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, so... Uh, we skipped over. We're gonna go back because we want. I want to spend more time on Aunt Honey, especially. We after the first like you know her not being published scene happens. Aunt Honey shows up for the first time, and is a goddamn delight. Like from start she to is. finish, she's fantastic. She makes a Viagra. They make a Viagra joke too at one point, right? Yeah, I don't even do. remember how it went. Well, she's talking about uh, a gentleman caller being downstairs. She says she has him. a gentleman caller, which is already. Aces. Oh yeah. So it's like two in the afternoon. She's up there drinking, and then Delphine is like, well. Why are you drinking? It's like 2 p.m. And she's like, uh, because my gentleman, co- which I'm, she doesn't even answer, like, why. She's just like, because I fucking feel like it. But it's really also just because her gentleman caller needs some time for himself. And then they're like, and she's like, it's it's a, it's fast, fast approaching the time when he should contact the physician. Which I'm guessing means it's been three hours and he needs to call a doctor if he still has an erection. Oh <laughs> That's my the god. Joke. It's a very, 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 very joke because it's a kid's show, but it's not even that, like, if. Yeah. Like, it's still kind of like, wow, this is very adult to be saying on. Again, it was very ABC confusing, family. yeah. It's like very adult, but it's very childish. Well, she was um, great. Like, she was on a whole other show. She was on the adult version of the show, and they were not. They were wait, on the kid's version. Adult version of State of Georgia? Yeah, like, <laughs> she's basically trying to be, like, what the show would have been if Georgia was like a oh, 30 year old right, 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 instead right. of a 19 year old. And that mm-hmm. would have been so much funnier, I think. She's great. Like, the, the vine is great. And so she, <laughs> so she, um, at one point she, she, she's explained what's going on with, with Georgia and how she's like, she got fucked up on the audition and how he was a scumbag. And then she's like, She's like, you are a southern woman and we do not fall, uh, fall apart in the face of adversity. Yeah, and also and your mom like, died. <laughs> also, your mom died. That's why you're living with me up here in New York City. Like, it was the most expository. Like, she just wanted to try and get that out. Well, I'm like, thank you at least. I, maybe that's part of why I liked her. Because m- her dad's still actually. alive, though. Yeah, well, her dad's busy with the theater, the paper, and the college. So, like, he couldn't be just moving to New York. He's busy in Georgia. Or but, do like, you think that he completely shut down the college after his daughter graduated? <laughs> He's like, show's over, folks. <laughs> we can all go home. Oh, you'll get your, you'll get your uh, severance checks shortly. But like, I always wonder if he did like make a whole college just oh god that would make me livid but uh, who knows. But it's but, so, kind of amazing like if, if it just goes this deep that he completely just like I'm gonna give you everything sweetie even your own college I'm going yeah. to just install all of these students for you to interact with it'd be <laughs> fantastic. Like, walk around campus. He should have like, hey, just George. been able to get her famous then. Yeah, really, that. that's the one <laughs> thing he's not able to do is show up himself and and tell you to like you know here's my connection with. I'll buy this theater, and then you'll just be part of the bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, it right. really, hmm. like people of that much industry and power tend to have a, a, the ability at least to make sure that their children succeed. Mm-hmm. He lets her go off and fail again and again. Although <laughs> Aunt Honey is like having none of it. She's like, "You're a southern woman. You don't fall apart in the face of adversity." That means, of course, you're gonna have to fuck this guy's shit up by trying to seduce him. And George's version of seducing him, instead of actually trying to seduce him, seduce him, it becomes all about food. And it's like the like weirdest... fried chicken or something. She shows up with fried chicken, biscuits, uh. gravy, which is also just very before, troubling. Regardless, before we get before we like truly like, just dig into it. all of this terribleness, because I I need to. Uh, can I just talk about the fact that the like the co-creators of the show have like quite the like very good pedigree for them, which is like it makes it even weirder that they who are they? Well, you uh, Jennifer Weiner, she's oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, journalist, basically. Like, she's just uh, part of uh, the Times' new, like, op-ed, like, uh, crew right now. Mm -hmm. And then we have, um, let's see, uh, Jeff uh, Greenstein, who, let's see, he wrote for Dream On, uh, for Friends, for Will and Grace, uh, for... 
parenthood for like like recent parenthood not like the old ones um he wrote for desperate housewives it's... I feel, I feel, the, I feel Desperate Housewives and Will and Grace vibes. But, but like, yeah. those are good. Exactly. But they're not this. They're not mm-hmm. this at all. Like, wow, he weird. wrote, uh, like, episodes of Mr. Belvedere and Charles in Charge. And, like, so you, I get that he, obviously, is someone who loves multicam sitcoms. But to me, it makes no sense that the show oh, is, so is as bad as it is. Because... And, like, I think it actually makes sense that they had that random aside where uh, Georgia is going off, like, about how the shitty director is because, like, Jennifer Weiner, she writes about, like, gender bias and all that. But it's just weird that this show came out of them. (sighs) Because, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I'm reading on Jennifer's Wikipedia page, like, the show was originally called The Great City of Georgia, and specifically, it just says, starring a plus-sized young woman who aspires to be a Broadway star. I feel like Raven being, a, like, becoming attached to the show probably changed it, like, what it was. Originally. I mean, you could still definitely qualify her as at least, I mean, yeah. she's not plus-sized, but maybe she is. I guess she's probably close to plus-size, at least. She's definitely thinner than, I mean, a yeah, lot of other people Again, this was, like, this right role. after she lost all that weight, too, so... Right. So she probably wanted to make sure it wasn't about that anymore. Yeah. Because it almost feels like drop-dead diva situation sometimes. Yeah, like, I'm that's thinking like, this was probably, like, uh, maybe a more serious show, like, uh, like a more serious sitcom. Well, that, I bring like, up Drop Dead Diva because they broach a lot of the same kind of, like, yeah. plus-size issues and, like, women's gender issues and, like, there's really interesting, like, like dynamics there where it's very, very funny at times, but it's also very, very serious at times because it's about a girl dying and coming back to life in the, in the body of someone else. Like, it's yeah. very upsetting. Exactly. But, like, like, that's kind of the vibe that I got in that scene where she, like, wanted to, like, lay into him, like, mm-hmm. you know, gender-wise, like, just, like, fuck you for treating me like a piece of shit, like, mm-hmm. you misogynistic piece of shit. But, like... It, it became funny. The next beat was a joke about, like, I don't even remember, the, the girlfriend's, like, making fun of how, like, you know, why are you even here? It's just not the kind of thing you follow up with a joke, really, unless it's a really good joke, and that was not. Like, it was just exactly. awkward. And I'm also, like, just looking at the description, like, originally it was specifically she wants to be a Broadway star. This here, it seems more just like uh, Georgia just wants to be famous. So I can see a lot of things probably changing... Uh, as the Over show the continued to get, to get developed, and then as soon as like they got Raven on the show, because Raven's acting, like especially watching That's a Raven, like she goes for big. Like, right. over the top whether you like it or lo- uh, hate and, it and... and you know what though she could have done that and still done the other kind of show but like they just made it they made it so watered down I, I, what it sounds like yeah i see abc family probably saying well we've got raven so we're gonna do just huge and they probably they probably wanted like a small scale thing i think around this time actually it would have been like when they first made the, wrote the pilot it might have been around the time of 10 things i hate about you that sitcom which was very low-key Right. And but that got canceled, and it was a single cam, and it was it was really smart and funny. And then that got canceled, and they went into the re- direction of multicams, loud, not good mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ten things I had of you it was canceled in two thousand ten. So yeah, when this pilot was being made, it was probably when was this to be pilot like made? That. This well, the pilot w- was written uh, in, originally in two thousand ten. Holy shit! Yeah. This feels like 2008 or 2007 or something. Yeah, I know. Or 2000, yeah. Oh like, my god. I can't believe then. it was only five years ago. Yeah. It just seems It seems so to me crazy. like... Crazy. Because as soon as 10 Things I Hate About You got canceled, the, the network immediately for sitcoms decided we were going to multicam 
that's that's our I'm humor actually, now. I'm so, absolutely shocked by that. Like this felt like very that's it so felt Raven. like 2002 to me. It felt like <laughs> it felt like the kind of stuff like you were saying before when they were on Disney. It felt yeah. like like when Disney was hitting it big with like the, the Lizzie McGuire's and the you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was that. I mean, it's not obviously the same exact thing, but it's a very similar. It just had the same feel to it. And yeah. it's very generic. Like also, we're 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 talking about how like there are certain beats that are funny or, or stupid, mm-hmm. but like you could basically sub out any job or profession with anything that they do, and it would be just the same thing. Like it, it happens to be an actress on Broadway. It could just as easily be someone who, like, like we're saying, Delfino is the academic, and then she has the same exact situation. She doesn't, like, you know, literally try and seduce him, but, like, she could have. And, like, there are other people, like, I'm trying to think of, like, other general jobs. Like, it just felt very, they wanted to just have Raven be funny, and they didn't really care about how it was done. So the plot became so secondary that it was just Yeah, nothing. yeah. It makes me really want to find, like, the original pilot script. I bet it'd be great. I mean, maybe not great, but, like, but that would be interesting, better than this, for sure. Definitely a different tone. I, I like assume. Raven so much. I don't have anything against her. It's just, she's just not a good fit for the way that the show ended up being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah where did the show wind up going? I don't know if I'm going off. Uh, it's, all, it's all, I think, ABC Family. Did it ever go anywhere else? And I mean, like, I didn't, I only watched the first episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, Latoya, yeah. you watched several you said it's basically i watched the whole thing it was 12 episodes it's honestly it just remains the status quo nothing really changes. nothing really happens or... yeah the characters don't change at all but what and does like, she do besides that is it like still auditioning for stuff or now is she, she auditions for things she so didn't even get this part does she get any part uh i don't think so she might what have gotten the <laughs> like the whole point of this episode is that and then it just cancels <laughs> I... yeah they don't, they don't even follow up on this this play after this episode they don't? No. That's frustrating. I mean, like, I get it because you want to keep her hungry. Well, yeah, the next episode I mean, her is her course. dating Justin <laughs> but... Bruning, who owns a yogurt shop. What the That's the next episode. I guess we're just supposed to assume that she doesn't get it. I thought that she got it. Yeah, uh, she, yeah but she fucking worked to get it. Yeah. But they probably want to keep her, like, you know, eager and, and trying to get like, you know, jobs, so they didn't right. want to give her the yeah, ability. Yeah, I see episode five, she, like, gets a commercial. But, yeah, wow. the majority of the descriptions for episodes <laughs> are her and her new boyfriend or her trying to help Aunt Honey with something. Who plays the boyfriend? She's had, like, she just has different boyfriends, like Justin Bruning in the second episode. Okay. Uh, let's see, she has another boyfriend, episode four. That's so weird. Because she just, very... apparently, she loves him and leaves him. She just, like, her boyfriend's drop like flies. That's the whole I dig that. That's fine, though. I don't yeah. mind that. But right. it's more just, like, like, what What are we watching, then? Like, what is this? If yeah. it's not meant to be about, like, her struggle. Like, it's... where is it going? Like, what was the commercial even And, about? like, <laughs> I get that. That's an issue with a lot of sitcoms. It's, like, a very, it's been rehashed a million times, like, you know, Parks and Rec or The Office, where it's, like, well, if they actually succeed at their job, then they have to leave the show. Like, what are you going to do? Right. And they have to rewrite the show around it. But, like. You could just try and make it so that she's not as good of a singer as she is. Like, it doesn't make sense to be watching something that's, like, supposed to be compelling and, like, try and root for her to get the job, and then she just never gets it. Because then what's the point of watching this? Like, there's mm-hmm. no... There's no... It's not, it's not even, like, a, a, a clear conflict, because she clearly is just never gonna get it. You're never gonna assume yeah. that she's gonna... Like, oh, this will be the episode she actually lands a job, because every episode she doesn't land the job. So, right. like, she's why am I always, like... She's not even always thinking about getting a job. I just uh, posted two episode descriptions. Episode 7, Georgia and Joe try to get into a private nightclub located in a dry cleaning establishment. Episode 10, Georgia boasts to a rival about having good concert tickets to see Jason Derulo. What? Jason Derulo! So Georgia and Joe do all they can to get tickets. 
Wow. That, again, you're saying this and you told me it was done in 2010. I'm still like, how the fuck is this? To, I, Jason Derulo being on this show, or even mentioned on the show, is so creepy to me because it feels so old. It feels like unreal. Like, it doesn't oh, make goodness, sense. I know. Like, I can't believe this show It feels like it was pre JD, pre Jason Derulo. <laughs> Jason Derulo! <laughs> yeah. Jason Derulo! Uh, episode 11. On a date, Georgia and Joe falsely inform the two farmers, the two farmers, that they the grow two their. The farmers, people that, that we know. They grow, in the episode you do, that oh. they grow their own produce in their apartment, invite them to dinner. In order to keep up with that their charade creepy. for a second date, George and Joe plant different types of produce in the apartment, as well as purchase a goat to make it seem like they make their own cheese. But can Black they keep it up? What? And are the two fa- farmers Hilarious. worth all the effort? No! No, they're not worth all the effort. The end. <laughs> Who is this show for? Again, I say... What's the target team? audience here? I'm I have kids? no idea. I, it can't... It, if they're bringing know. goats into the situation, it's meant for kids. Because even, like, something like... <laughs> if they're bringing goats into the situation. Because, he, I mean, even something like How Your Mother, they brought in a goat, and that was, like, kind of okay. meant for... I guess it's for teens well, or adults. But, like, that just... I can't imagine bringing in a, a goat for a joke and then it being meant for adults. Or literally, being meant even for it's, teens. It's That's weird, too, too because just with the premise, the last episode to have Georgia even doing the acting thing is episode 9. And she stops doing the acting well, thing? She doesn't even stop. Like, the show just not focusing on it. Because that episode oh nine, my God. it says, Aunt Honey helps Georgia get her first big break on a primetime television show. But Georgia turns that out I to buys. just be an extra. Well, like, she has to get that's still something her aunt's help to be an extra. And that's the last thing. Because the rest I, of them are Jason Derulo and Farmers. <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> I don't understand why she's not, why she wasn't getting anything. I mean, she had a good voice. Her father was successful. She's attractive. Like, I don't understand. I mean, that's in New York. I mean, you could buy into that. Like, you know, every, there's always a million people. Who I mean, yeah. Know, but it's Aunt pretty, Honey but... as well. I mean, she's got connections. Yes. I don't, or, guess what? If you fuck up that much, then you probably have to show up and say, you're working for my company. That's not gonna, you're not going to stay in New York on his dime for the rest of your life. Right. Because that's just not, that's not feasible. Because even if you're, if it's like a Kimmy, if it's Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt situation where you're like, you know, living in with a family who's obviously well off and can afford you, which is the Aunt Honey, Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's fine. But at some point you're going to be held accountable for your actions if you're always fucking up at your job. Because I don't think Aunt Honey's going to live forever. She's going to be like, No, Aunt Honey's going to live forever. How old was Aunt Honey? Was she like? I would say like late 50s. Yeah, I'd say 50s. And I think that she obviously has money in the bank, in the the Barbados. But like. (laughs) Uh, she's also, I don't imagine that she would just be letting her live rent-free forever. And is her friend living there, too? Yeah. I don't know. I, is I, she? I was confused yeah. about that. So, like, why, this is just the, the height of absolute, like, privilege. Like, I don't understand, like, <laughs> in what world are we supposed to be caring about people? Again, I go back to Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, because I don't even really watch that show, but I know the gist of it is that, they're, you know, they're living in a hotel, it's really nice, and then uh-huh. you're supposed to be, like, I, laughing at how they're- I think because their mom stuff. works for the, uh, right. hotel, yeah. And that's fine, and then you're supposed to at least care about that. But, like, guess what? If they're going to be living in that lady's house, make her not her Aunt Honey. Make it, like, some rich lady that she's working for. And then there's actually some, like, you know, conflict about, like, you know, she's living there, but, like, it just doesn't seem, like, she has, there's no conflict. It's too easy. You move to New York, you're living rent-free with this lady who has unlimited amounts of money and men coming and going, so she's not even mad. She's just, like, living her fucking life. Mm-hmm. And, like, your friend even gets to live there rent-free. So there's, like, no... Like, I mean, obviously she wants to be an actress. She's not being an actress. But there's really no other struggle besides that. And if they drop that from the main plot, then what are you even watching? Because right. even something like Friends, 
which is probably the go-to of just, like, a show that kind of had, like, no no real, like, plot plot. It's kind of like a hangout show. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there wasn't overarching, like, yeah. relationship stuff, but it's mostly just, like, day-to-day, like, what goofy adventures are they getting up to? Mm-hmm. And there's, like, some stuff. But, like, you know, people struggle, and they talk about rent issues. Like, it's it's still ridiculous, like, you know, she's living in that big a house, or that big an apartment for New York, but, again, there's the whole joke of, like, you know, su- illegally subletting her, her aunt's house because she's dead and that kind of stuff. Like, you can't, you have to explain why we should give a shit about these people, even though they have no real problems going on in oh, their lives. Yeah, and I feel like nothing, nothing was like, explained, so, really. Okay, I thought I had the script, and I do, I have it in my script library. Oh my god. And oh. just looking at it right now, just glancing at it, it's so much better. Really? Like, mm. they have the legitimate struggle of Georgia just, like, having to go against, like, size two models when she's auditioning. They mm-hmm. have Joe faking an allergy attack. That was that was the original plan B, not actually having like an allergic reaction. Like that's so much better. It's oh wow, so much better. Oh my god, that is yeah. And even like her being in that audition like hallway, like I understand. I guess maybe that's the we're supposed to actually take away from her that she's like obviously different looking than some of them. But they're all sitting down. They're all wearing black. You can't tell what mm-hmm. like sizes they are. Like you need right. to have them all standing up, looking very thin. And have her show up looking different if it's going to be a main plot of the show. Right. They not show exactly. that at all. They should emphasize oh. that more. Wow, this she looks is honestly again. so much funnier. So. Like, uh, Joe is saying basically that she can't, she's not a good actress, so she can't just fake a rash. So Georgia, she knows it's terrible, but she just gets, gives her, like, one quick spray. And Joe is just going insane about how she's dying. And even Georgia's like, speaking as a professional actress, I'm totally buying this. It's actually pretty funny. And... Wow, ABC Family butchered this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not shocked because I feel like even just thinking about what it would have been if it had been similar to that, it just it's so much more like snarky and mm-hmm. like adultish. Yeah, like, for the tone that they wanted for that channel. Because what else was even airing? Like you said, I hate because uh, the, the uh, but you just got canceled. So that this probably would have been more like in that tone, basically that darkness. Too, but because even but. the stuff they have on there now is not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, like it's well, mm-hmm. Melissa and Joey's now canceled, but they have they have well, like Young and Hungry. Is, is, oh, Melissa yeah. and Joey, uh-huh. oh, I remember that show. Yeah, so like that got canceled. Young and Hungry is terrible. Um, Secret Life is still there, right? Oh so, no, like, Secret Life has been over. Oh, it's over. Okay, so then, but like shows like similar to this are just not they're they're it's either gonna look like this or it's just not gonna be on that channel for very long because even greek we always go back to greek because that's like the real like I, it's an exception to most of the rules over there is it like why is this so good when this channel is so crazy most of the time but like even that had similar elements where like there were a lot of like body issue stuff on there and like you know gender stuff mm-hmm. and it was still funny, but there were serious elements to it. Like, I feel like that's almost what they were trying to do, is, like, to fit in with that. But instead, yeah. they try to make it Bunheads. And that just did not work out. Mm-hmm. Even Bunheads is probably more adult than this. This right. is just, like, for kids. It's, like, it felt like Disney. It felt it like really Disney did. on that channel. Yeah, yeah, and, like, in this script, just as Georgia has been rejected, she's it seems super depressed, honestly. And instead of uh, just having, you know, the one scene where she talks to Aunt Honey, like, it really just crushes her. That would have been great. Again, that's another thing. It's like, I I love that she gets back in him, and even if she had gotten back in him and then been depressed, that would still track. Mm-hmm. But, like, we see her get back in him and say, like, do you say that to all the girls? That's great. Or what do they normally do mm-hmm. when, are people normally afraid of you when you speak to them, speak to them like this? And then mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not. That's great, but then maybe she'd be depressed afterwards. But, like, 
even though she gets gets back at him, she bounces back the next morning. I mean, she's a little like like oh harumph, I have to go back and do all this stuff and like prove myself to like you know get that role. But she's right. never really like not like, really depressed struggling. about it or even like kind of upset. She's just kind of like, well, now I got to figure out another way to get the role. I mean, Aunt mm-hmm. Hummy is supposed to be the kind of person who comes in and like mm-hmm. you know you don't give up on anything. But it's more about giving up entirely. It's not about being sad and like upset and offended and hurt. It has nothing to do with that, really. Yeah. Did you did you guys get that vibe from that? No, I didn't at all. That scene felt like it was just like, like, uh, you know, don't feel bad. Just try again. Like, that's yeah. not the same thing as saying, like, like the world is gonna hate. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. Aunt Honey is someone who's, like, fucking living it up, got money and guys. Mm-hmm. She's also not, like, a tiny little model. She's plus size, too. So she could have, like, actually brought some of that to the situation. Yeah. She never mentions mm-hmm. it. Never talks about that. Like, and Loretta Devine would have been great. She's She's amazing. She's... She's amazing. So I don't understand what they were trying to even do. Like, they just gave up on 90% of the plot, it sounds like. I feel like it had potential, possibly. Oh, wow. Just... Uh, I think in the script, uh, she, she actually convinced the dude to sleep with her. Like, she, they slept together. <gasps> her, and, her and Joe? Her and the guy, the casting director? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, my God, are you kidding? That's a totally different type. Like, holy shit. Now, really, now I'm really confused. Because, I oh, mean, yeah, the scene the that we, we haven't gotten to it yet. We're holding it because it's definitely the, the piece, to, piece to resistance of the episode. Could you imagine just, like, watching that? Like, that? I mean, I'd, be, oh. I'd be into it. That's absolutely... I mean, like... I did think he was hot, but that <laughs> would just be so awkward. It's... There's a... It's the... It's basically the scene from uh, Legally Blonde. It's, it's like... It's, where, it's as if Elle actually slept with Victor Garber. Mm. Like, that's mm-hmm. the vibe. We, that's how shocking it is to try... If you haven't seen his episode... Like, it is, it is, he is so aggressive to her later on that he basically wants to, he bang her. He says as much. It's yeah. not, like, very, it's not subtle. And she doesn't do it, but, like, I I would have absolutely bought that because then it would make it a whole other element of, like, damn, this, this girl doesn't give a shit about anything. Like, she'll, she'll do whatever the fuck she wants to get it. And that would be much more right. compelling. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's just different, because you're not going to see that that much on, especially ABC Family. Exactly. <laughs> what amazing. I gather, like, they had a development deal with ABC, and I, oh. I could see this them maybe trying for ABC, but ABC is definitely even more family than ABC Family when it comes to their sitcoms. That's true. Mm. But when would this have been out? It would have been out it would probably around when Modern Family started, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I can kind of see that. But even that is, it, it would probably be too adult for them. Although, this would have been around Scandal started too, right? Uh, A little bit before, maybe. Was that 2012? Maybe. It's still close. I mean, it's only yeah. two years ago. It's not, not too far away. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they could have tried to push it in that, like, you know, Shonda Rhimes situation where it would be more, like, oh my god, can you believe she fucked him just to get this part? But I don't think that they were even trying for that. Especially mm-hmm. if they made it a oh. multi-cam, so I don't know. Yeah, Weird. also in this uh, pilot, uh, Joe has basically her own plot with a, of a guy who she's into and is into her. Really? Yeah. So it's not the it's, professor. It's no, the it's, professor like, part, it's like a neighbor who's supposed to be this really hot guy. What? And what? He's, this is so random. Yeah. Is she supposed to also be frumpy in this? Like, I, is... I believe she's supposed to be frumpy too, but... <laughs> because she has a great personality, essentially. What the fuck? Yeah, and so just... instead of making it's know, a whole different show. Mahandra Delfino just you know kind of the really really background sidekick. She was a, like a character. It's crazy. It's like almost an entirely different show. And so you're saying that's <sighs> what you've seen the other episodes. Does she ever get that kind of a like episode about 
stuffy now or no? Not really, no. She's always just like second banana. Like they double date with the farmers, but it's always still <laughs> no, about. No, as you do. As you do. You I always double date with farmers. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's amazing. I don't, I can't believe that they thought that this was a decent show in comparison to what you're explaining. Because even that sounds like it probably had its own flaws in the, in the, in the pilot, but like. It, it just, it's a completely different show than what we watched. Mm. This show felt like they just, they, they had that pilot already written, but they had all these great deleted scenes from That's a Raven, and they just really needed to include them, and so they just threw them in <laughs> yeah. here, and they <laughs> cut them together. I mean, honest to God, if Corey showed up, you'd be like, okay, I get it, because it's already That's a Raven. Like, it, it, it was basically the entire premise of Raven's career to this point, just, like, interspliced with new material. And the new material was not what you're describing from the plot of the, uh, the pilot or script. So it's just, like, it's, that's what I'm saying, it's so generic. It really feels like she, she happens to be talking about being an actress, but the, the jokes and everything else is all just, like, Raven's physical comedy, where it's just, like, her being goofy and her making faces. Like, the actual compelling stuff where she's singing and everything, that feels more like the pilot script that, like, she couldn't kind of get out of that, because when you sing, you have to be good or you have to be compelling. Like, you can't, I mean, you could jokingly sing bad, but she's not going to do that because she's Raven Simone. <laughs> so, like, that's so strange. But so check the show notes if it's there. If not, hopefully that was Maybe we could put excerpts or something. Excerpts, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll think. Of, I'll see what's, what's there. But <laughs> awesome. I'll look at that. So then, what we should get into the... We've been, we've been teasing it the whole episode. And it certainly makes her sleeping with the professor for that part. So I guess none of that was in the, the script at all. What happens with the food. Wait, what? The, the stuff with the food? The food is in the script, but they also have sex. <laughs> oh, okay. So the food stuff's still kind of weird, That's what but... she calls prep in the oven. Oh my <laughs> god. It's not in the script. It's not in the script. Oh god, that was a little toy original. <laughs> it's a little, no, it's a little Seth Cohen original. Oh, okay, okay. So, so we should mention it because we've been hinting at it, and it's kind of... It's very interesting, especially when you find out that she slept with him in, the, in that version. But So yeah. she shows up... In, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. Like, her, what's her outfit like? It it's, looks like a little red riding hood. It's, yeah, that's what she looked like. It's like a real cute red dress. It's cute. I think she looks great. Like Maybe has, I'm just not remembering it correctly. I'm just picturing, like, I can't, that's probably what they're trying. Well, it's similar <laughs> to a little red, but she's, like, luring the big bad wolf, but that's, it's not wrong. I just, I think that she's probably trying to go for, like, a, um, she has, it's a, kind of like a Jessica Rabbit situation or something, mm. where she's got, like, this big, like, it's like a bow, but it's like really low cut. So it's like you, it's just like all cleavage. It's again very adult for this show. It's meant for teens and children, I'd imagine, based on the, the quality of jokes. But like she's wearing that, and it's got like a little. It's like a, it's a dress, so it's got a skirt, and she's got like heels on, I think. And like she's all done up. It's very like she shows up and like rings the doorbell. And she's like, oh hello, and she shows up in the. It's the casting director guy who's like this greasy skeezball. And he, that Lisa Hot, is super greasy. into. Hot and greasy? Yeah, like the meatball. <laughs> the meatball. But, uh, so he, he, he's like, oh, you're here. And then she shows up, she has like a picnic basket with her. Yes. And it's full of, uh, we mentioned before, fried chicken, gravy, biscuits, and other stuff. Or, Why I, that choice of food? I was so confused. Oh, well, that was just... I mean, it was bordering on just not, like, grapes I don't know what they were doing. Sexy fruit. In the script, <laughs> she explains that there's like a southern restaurant by her apartment. Well, they didn't, here, they didn't they just, bother to include that one. He was just like, she's black. <laughs> she's black, so this is the Fuji. It's like right. awful. And so he, she shows up with the, with the, um, again, also, I mean, in terms of being seductive, 
let's be serious here. Let's have a real conversation about it. In what world is fried chicken, gravy, and biscuits seductive? That's what I'm saying. It's disgusting. Yeah. You bring, like, strawberries and whipped cream and chocolate. Like, Grapes. that makes sense. It's yes. still eating food. and still not great for you because it's, like, you know, chocolate-covered and whipped cream and stuff. But it makes but more sense. But it's not going to give you a heart attack at the end it's of the night. Gonna, like, I mean, know. what's so... What is attractive about eating fried chicken with someone about to have sex with them? Like, it's just gross. Like, it's greasy and just get, like, like grease see, and chicken skin and, all and now i i hate that i started looking at the script because in the script uh like the description line it says to a starving man this is like porn and that was the intent what did it say oh, what did it say to a starving man this is like porn <gasps> oh my god yeah. and that's the vibe well okay so she, she shows up with this food and i guess it's never been hinted at prior to this moment but apparently raven read him his rights immediately and knew that he was a former fat guy who's now skinny and has been starving yeah. himself to be thin because he wants to be like a new york elite well she he succeeded I mean, to be honest he is a new york elite but he's mm-hmm. hungry and so her being there with all this food it's like so like you know it smells great and it's like very wholesome like um you know so tempting savory it's very yeah. like it's not the kind of food like i mean even you could say i think i mean chocolate covered strawberries is supposed to be very like that's that's still very you know it's supposed to be indulgent but mm-hmm. this is like the ultimate indulgence because it's like such hearty food that mm-hmm. it's like he is drawn to eat it because he, he needs to eat it's mm-hmm. not the sexualness of it it's almost about the eating is the sexual part of it and we get the scene that is like the most fetishy like weird stuff like i have nothing against i bet you though this is on some website somewhere where people go and look specifically for this scene because oh they want porn like this. <laughs> oh my god, probably. I'm sorry, uh, I'm looking at the script. And basically, Georgia had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She left him when she went to New York. So like, And he comes back to New York. He comes to New York to like try to get her back, basically, but she doesn't want him. Mm-hmm. That boyfriend, or ex-boyfriend, seems to be who uh, Joe has a thing for slash with. So there's a whole oh. triangle situation going on. That's interesting. There's so many elements of the show Wait. that are not present Wait. in this episode. Joe the casting director? No, Joe the girl. The, jo- the blonde. Oh, Joe, the Joe, casting Joe. director's oh, name yeah. is Trent. I don't know where you got Joe from. <laughs> where am I getting Joe? He looks like a Joe, I guess. He's a meatball. I, I, I thought he was Joe. You, you were just too attracted to him to think about what his name was. <laughs> So his name's Trent. Trent. Good to know. Trent. Trent. It doesn't He's such a Trent. Trent. He kind of does actually not think about it. It looks like Trent Reznor. But like, <laughs> I love how I kept calling him that. Wow. Yeah, he, he is like a real like slimy looking dude though. So he he's like all about it. Like she's it's such a creepy scene. She like lays down on his desk. She like dips a thumb and a finger in the gravy and then is like licking the gravy off of her hand. Why? Then she's like eat. <laughs> <laughs> then she's eating the biscuit like bite at a time all seductive question mark and then she's eating the fried chicken and then she's like do you want some and he's like oh and then he thinks he's gonna fuck her and then she's like no 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 I'm just gonna eat this food and then like him watching her eat it is just a very again this is definitely a fetish for some people I swear to god he like, did I... want to fuck her though after oh right? yeah but like yeah, he very much he was... did the reason he wanted to fuck her is cause watching after he her... ate I well, guess. no well the reason he wanted to fuck her is cause watching her eat that food was so arousing that he needed to fuck her that's so creepy he is definitely aroused <laughs> by watching her eat and that's definitely I think I've even heard of that another thing I think that's like a kind of like a again fetish. it's a fetish it's and again, no judgment. Do you? But like, yeah. not for kids, not for teens. Like, why is this not a for thing? ABC fans? Not for anybody, really. This yeah. is the kind of stuff you should be able to seek out, not just like throwing in your face. Because it's like, again, it's just like her lying down, her like, like di- again, gravy, like this thick gravy, like dark gravy. Like, oh, eating that don't is so say gross. dark gravy. Oh, it's <laughs> like the 
opposite of sexy food. It's so and and he is like fucking like down immediately. Almost as soon as he she opens DTF. up the thing, he is yeah. And he's keeps trying to fuck her, which now we know in one reality he does fuck her. But in this one, she's just kind of like no. I actually kind of like that she didn't actually fuck him, but yeah. it's kind of interesting how how dark the show must must have been if she's gonna fuck him. Like that's crazy. I know. Also, like, why even bother do the food stuff? Why just not just show up and fuck him? Like, I don't know why you need to bring the food into it if yeah. it's if it's just about fucking him. But like, so he's he's now eating some of the food with her, and then like the whole the sex scene in quotation marks is him like basically picking out on the entire picnic basket full of food. And, and then like, wanting so... to pig out on her boobs. Yeah, and he's, like, <laughs> lying there afterwards. And she's like, oh, like, it was so creepy. It was very creepy. It was a very eerie scene where she's, like, laying there afterwards. And he's, like, it's very post-coital. Like, the whole, they're, like, lying there. He's got, like, a shirt unbuttoned halfway. I guess his jeans are popped open or something. And he's just, like, breathing heavily. And, like, he's, like, exhausted because he's eaten so much. And it's, like... <laughs> This is, like, a really weird scene, again, to yeah, me. Yeah, it is. cut with, like, jokes about, like, uh, I don't even know, like, jokes about, like, Viagra and stuff. Like, it's it's just very adult. It felt like a real sex scene, even though it was, like, like, I guess we're supposed to be laughing, because there's a laugh track during the whole thing. We're supposed to be like, this is fucking hilarious. But, yeah. like, it is, to me, it feels like you're watching people bang. It was just really inappropriate. And so, like, we, so that happens. And, and also, there's also a line I wrote down, too, where he says to her during this whole scene, he says, I see a woman I want to kiss, and I kiss her. And I'm like, this, this guy's a creep. Like, there's no way around it. He's just a yeah, creep. Yeah. And, and she's, like, into it, I guess? But, question mark, again? Like, you don't really know what's mm-hmm. going on there. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, and then we went we went over earlier that um, the that's when the Delfino scene wraps up afterwards. Although, she shows up. Early, somewhat early to try and warn uh, Raven. Like, to, try, why does she even show up? She's trying time? to stop Raven from doing something stupid, like fuck him. Yeah, yeah. But like, she Raven's like, I got this already handled. So it's like, why is she even there? But so she she gets her over the intercom, and uh, bad British and accent she's, shows up. Yeah, as she's doing all this, the girlfriend of Trent, the model who's the insanely hot. Insanely crazy. She's not even that. I didn't even think she was attractive. No, she's <laughs> next to Raven. But Raven Trent, you're like, like, let's do this. But Trent, yeah. Yeah, Trent was like, oh man. And, <laughs> and he's like, um, mortified because obviously it's his girlfriend there. And even though he hasn't slept with her, I don't know why they're all freaking out so bad, but I guess. He, he clearly has slept with other women, though. Like, oh, he brags about uh, it. He, he says, says that, like, so. Let's do it. Like, let's do it. Why is he freaking time. out for not doing anything? Again, yeah. I bet you that he, he's started this relationship with that girl through banging her at a casting couch. Like, it feels Probably. like the kind of thing that he's done before. That's his M.O. And mm-hmm. so, so she's, so she tries to get in to, like, talk to him, and she takes the uh, elevator, and then Delfino runs upstairs and tries to block her from getting in. And this, I mean, I mentioned before she's a bad actress. There's a terrible line where she's just, like, she's calling out Trent's name, and she, it, it reads, like, really awkward, and, like, she just doesn't really do a great job, mm-hmm. but then she's like, I date a casting director, I'm gonna try to read it like she says it, she goes like, I date a casting director, do you think I haven't met a million girls who would do anything to get the part? Like, it was, like, the worst <laughs> line read I've ever heard. Yeah, And I'm like, yeah. what is, th- like, if this is the pilot of a show, you have to have somebody that can at least read a line properly. <laughs> And it's like, okay, maybe she's, like, a, a celebrity guest star. She's not. Maybe she's gorgeous. She's okay, but it's not, like, stunning it's not or like, something. like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like Mahondra Delfino when she's not given that frumpy wig. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So, like, why are we even watching this woman struggle with her lines? Like, this part should have gone to someone else. Maybe she banned the casting director of State of Georgia, is what I'm trying to say. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. So, uh, after all this, she does storm into the room after they've, like, you know, food fucked or whatever. And so... (laughs) Never uh, say that again. (laughs) I love that. That's disgusting. It's true. I'm going to Google that later and see what comes up. Do not do that. That's the worst thing you could possibly do. Because you're going to get some food fucking. Um, So... So she storms in. She's like, what the hell's going on? Again, my notes were just like, this is so gross. Because it's still kind of going on in the background. And uh, he... He's like, oh, thank you for coming in again for your second audition. It felt so much more abrupt. If she had actually walked in with them eating, it would have felt much more okay than seeing them, like, awkwardly make her leave with a picnic basket full of things and, like, a very exhausted look on her face. <laughs> like, it felt... Like, if she had popped open that picnic basket, I bet you'd expect to see, like, a bunch of sex toys, not, like... like oh, food. how funny would that have been? You know the sex toy that is <laughs> gravy. Like, a bunch of, like, dildos in the picnic oh. basket. <laughs> A little bit of riding hood. That's horrifying. Or so, just like, now nah, I'm not going to stop now. Like, oh, I better so fuck you with, my dear. Okay, so uh, so that that continues on. And then, um, so they are, uh, they're kind of like, they got away with it. Which, again, I feel like that, that girl was either stupid or just... Well, she was clearly too. stupid. She was dating him. <laughs> That's very true. But, like, she said, she basically was like, okay, bye, guys. It's <laughs> just like, what the fuck? This lady's been such a, like, a dick the whole episode, and then she's just suddenly, like, okay with the fact that Raven was there at night? Like, okay, fine. But, so, they leave. The next morning, they're back spraying the perfume <laughs> on babies this time, which was, again, very inappropriate. On babies? There, there is a scene where a lady has- I don't has remember a, the babies. Oh, it's a whole, it's a, jo- a quotation mark joke. Um, she's pushing a baby in a stroller, or, like, maybe she has him in a sarong, I forget what she's holding him with, but, like, okay. she's pushing a baby into the scene- and Raven is such an asshole, she's just spraying the perfume all over, mm-hmm. and at one point basically points it on the baby and sprays the Britney Spears perfume oh on the God. baby's face. And then oh the my lady, God! the lady goes, that's my baby! <sighs> and she goes like, sorry, it's Destiny. And then she says, it's Destiny, Britney Spears perfume. Again, oh, are, is this an actual perfume? Do we think that Britney Spears sponsored oh. this episode? Why well, no? Like the cur- uh, curious or whatever is definitely a Britney one, but I don't know about that other one. Yeah, I don't. I it what's be, it or, called in the show? I think it was called Destiny. I'm guessing it was something along those lines of like it might have been Curious even. It was something like uh, like you know a, a, a word like that that means something else. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, she and she hit it with Curious again. Yeah. She curious. Okay, so she's like Curious. Oh, okay. That's the one that had like the creepy fairy commercials. Oh, I remember okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the whole like, glitter and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, so, she, again, sprays a baby on the head. The lady, again, the actress who played that mom, the actress who played the mom with that baby, nailed it. She, she was my favorite. Like, she was the only person to look at Raven with the act of, with the actual, like, look of contempt that people who should have been looking at her with the entire episode. She was like, you monster. I have to go back and watch child. that section now. Yeah, so she, she, like, my baby. Like, yeah, she does say, like, my baby, that's my baby. What did the baby like, do? Is the baby, oh, like, the baby's the baby. okay with it? The baby just has to fucking take. It's the baby. Baby. Yeah, the baby. Do he sneeze or just? No, like... I mean it's in a stroll. I don't it's, know. Like an, it's in a harness. She has like the harness like on her chest or whatever. Well, yeah, maybe it's sprayed it like in the eyes probably. Oh my god! Well, at least the back of its head, which just again, it's just, it looks oh, the like back a newborn. Of its head. It's like a newbornish. Like it has it. I think if they're not, if it's if it's not in a stroller, she definitely has it like strapped to her chest. Yeah, it's strapped to her chest. It's very inappropriate to spray a baby with perfume. We don't ever actually see the baby because of that strapped to the chest. So it could be like it could be a head of lettuce. (laughs) 
Are we trying she to could be a crazy them? person. Let's, oh. let's get into this. Let's oh, get into her motivation. Oh, it's not even a real baby? Well, it can't be a real baby. You're not going to spray a real baby with perfume. <laughs> then you would have seen headlines. Unless it was water. We've never, never heard of Santa Georgia before now. If we had, if they had done that, they would have been on headlines of CNN like, Santa Georgia set, set, shut down because of ocean, ocean complaints. <laughs> because they sprayed a Young baby, baby in the face. injured. Has an allergic reaction. But the way you describe the scene, into grad school. Okay. I just pictured like them, like sh- you know, zooming in on the baby and the <laughs> show. <laughs> no, the baby like it just be like the, the baby, death like, glare. Like, run backwards like it's a matrix. <laughs> oh my god! No. We've already improved this show tenfold with this baby <laughs> from the matrix. I'm sure that I mean you get P Holmes on it. We could do it. It'll be, oh, it'll be sponsored by E, e- Trade or whatever. So oh dear, that's <laughs> horrifying. Uh, so the baby is sprayed. Everything goes back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby spraying food porn. I'm writing this all down yeah. so I can go Google. No. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> baby spraying. You want to look up baby spraying? No. No. Actually. Do uh, not search this. Issues, man. All right. So, See, we need to stop telling people to search things that can get them put on watch lists. Incognito, guys. Use incognito mode. <laughs> Save search on. So, uh, she, uh, this is when she's, the, in quotation marks, seduces her, her professor person, but really just kind of bonds over being nerds. And then uh, mm-hmm. Raven gets her call back, and she's wearing, uh, again, we don't even see the call back. None of that's even, like, you know, uh, concluded. We just get the scene in her, in, in Honey's apartment where she's just walking around uh, wearing these really high, super, super high, like, stiletto heels. And she calls them her callback shoes, which I, I, yeah. I love. Then we get the, there's a twofold beat afterwards where Anne Honey crushes it. Way better than the rest of the episode where she's like, oh, you're borrowing my riding shoes. And then Delfino <sighs> says something along the light, like, oh, I didn't know you'd rode horses. She's like, I've never been on a horse in my life. I was like, oh, Anne Honey. Oh, my God. And then she's yeah. like, I know. Yeah. Well, so, obviously, sex jokes. Again, not appropriate for kids. But, like, that. Then she, she she has to grab the singles ads and from the newspaper, and they're like, "And honey, those are the obituary." She's like, "They single now." <laughs> oh my god! And then she looks over and they're looking at her like jaws dropped, which is great because those are solid jokes. And then she looks over and she's like, "Lucy's has been very good to me." Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, oh my god! <laughs> and then the episode just ends that like so abrupt. Nothing is resolved. It does end abruptly. It's not even set up like a pilot. Like, I could have... I actually started watching this. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, they haven't explained anything. It felt like they jumped right into the show. Yeah. And that's that's always okay sometimes if it's a good enough, you know, writing in the, right. the show as well. But, like, this is the kind of show, like, what, what's even happening? Who are these people? You don't know anything about them. And you're just supposed to understand, like, oh, I guess that they're, like, they want to be actresses. Then you find out that Delfino doesn't want to be an actress. And it's, it just means... Like, you have to really dig for any kind of plot or, like, exposition. Mm-hmm. It's, like, that's the one thing that a pilot should be heavy on is exposition and plot. Because mm-hmm. you're needed to set up this whole world that would just... They immediately tear down, apparently, after the, the last couple episodes. They don't even care enough to follow through on the acting part. So then, then really, what were we even watching? And, like, okay, that means nothing. <laughs> why am I watching this? Yeah. I'm still wondering why we watched <laughs> Alright, let's tell you what's up with you. Let's get the plugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can follow me on the Twitter at Lafergs. You know, you can find my writing, of course, at the AV Club Guardian. Thank you. And uh, what's up with you, Lisa? Awesome. I have nothing going on. So <laughs> I do have a Twitter account, however, if you want to follow me, it's Lisa DeCroce, D I C R O C E. Yeah. Awesome. And that's it. Okay. And then, uh, as always, I am at Mari on Twitter. 
Next hanging with Mr. Cooper will be the place beyond the pines. Speaking of weird looking people, uh, <laughs> you get to see like skinhead weird blonde version of Ryan Gosling. Um, but so uh, check that out. And the next episode of this show will be Beverly Hills 90210 uh, season two, episode 14, the next 50 years. So Woo-woo. stick around. Uh, and we'll be there for that. <laughs> And as always, you can find us on Twitter um, at the Televoid. Email us at thetelevoid at gmail.com. And then rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes. It's awesome. It keeps people like Trent out of business. Um, and then in the, in the long run, thanks for wandering into the Televoid, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. shot i know that i miss the interview deadline but time isn't linear